morning. morning. So it's the feast of the exaltation of the cross, which is kind of a weird thing. Usually you exalt things that you're proud of, you put your trophies on the shelf that you're proud of, the great football toss, or the awesome picture of your greatest triumph, or your most amazing ski incident, or whatever, but the church takes the cross, which is a weapon of torture and a, a means of execution. And yet we come to celebrate it. We come from locally, we come from all around, we come from Colorado to celebrate the cross, some of us anyway. But we open our hearts to this mystery and irony of our faith. And a hint that was there in the Old Testament is this, this, this story from um, Exodus. On the one hand, it's a nice story itself, that there's this moment of the Israelites complaining and sinning against God, and so the curse of their sin are the serpents, and then they pray for healing and, and solution, and the antidote to the curse is the curse, meaning Moses is told, take the serpent itself and raise it up, the bronze serpent, and whoever looks upon the curse, the serpent, now will be healed. So a little irony, a little footprint, a little spoiler in the Old Testament, <clears throat> or Easter egg in the Old Testament, of something more to come in the New Testament, and Jesus takes that exact story to explain what he was going to do. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, not only as blessing, but like, in a sense like taking the curse and making it a blessing. So suffering was the curse of sin, death was the curse of sin, but in Christ, Suffering and death now have a role to play in the salvation from the sin. It's kind of a weird connection, but even in medicine, I think that's the sign, right? The, the bronze serpent hanging is the, is the sign of healing. And even medicine, again, like penicillin or COVID, like, or chickenpox, right? When, you, when, you, when one kid in my family had chickenpox, you know what my mom did? She put everybody in the tub together to get everybody to get the chickenpox. Like, why would you go towards the disease? Except that the, the antidote is in some way being exposed in the right way to the disease. So it's the mystery of our faith is that our Lord doesn't remove suffering and death from the path of his kingdom and his salvation, but rather takes it and then somehow puts it in the center. Whoever would follow me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. It's the way to salvation now. So unlike the world that says more pleasure, less pain, the Christian says, in Christ, Lord, I will drink this cup with you. I will suffer, not alone, because by myself I can't do anything, but with you. My suffering of itself makes no difference, but my suffering in you makes a lot of sense and does a lot of good. So we embrace suffering and even death itself. We don't run away. We embrace the humiliation of acknowledging our sin itself to the mercy of confession. Most of us are like, oh my gosh, my sin, let me hide it, let me bury it, I'm never going to say it to anybody, it's terrible. And the Lord says, no, bring it, lift it up, bring it to the confessional, and perhaps one day, in hindsight, sometimes we even give witness to the struggles of our past, and that witness itself becomes a light for others. We would tend to hide from bad things, our Lord says, no, they become the center. We embrace the cross, and we even exalt the cross. That was again yesterday the message of like, woe to you if you have no cross, if you have no burdens, if you have no struggles. I can't do much for you if you're filled in this world with this world's offerings. But blessed are you if you take up your cross and follow me. The cross becomes our flag, 
our proud standard, that's what's elevated at the center of our church. We don't always have the risen Christ at the center of the church, we have a crucified Christ. That's where St. Paul says, I preach Christ crucified, and that it's a stumbling block for the world to understand it. The world doesn't understand it, but we still preach it. Hail, O cross, our only hope. We simply ask the Holy Spirit to help our minds a little bit expand to understand this irony and mystery of the formula of the human life and human salvation through Christ. It's a salvation through suffering, through Christ's suffering. It's a salvation that does not run away from suffering and death and difficulty. And we don't exalt ourselves, we humble ourselves amidst our struggles, our weaknesses, the things that the world might say, that's a shame, that's a terrible. We might say, Lord, thank you for using these things as a part of the formula of my salvation. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.